I'm Shannon. And I'm Jake. And this is a podcast where Shannon explains every single thing about Kingdom Hearts to me, but she only has half an hour at a time, <laughs> so it doesn't get out of control. Uh, Shannon, how you been? Ah, I'm all right. Good. It's not Saturday yet, so I haven't had a new Kingdom Hearts trailer, so I haven't unraveled as a person yet. Good, good to know. But so soon. the next episode, yeah. you'll still be recovering from that. And you know what's going to be really dangerous that Saturday? I'm going to go meet Wes from Time Force. Oh, man. Yeah. Uh, who Was it just Wes, or was it Wes and somebody else? It's Wes and Eric. Uh, Andros is also going to be there, and Coda from Dino Charge. That's a, that's a pretty good lineup of Power yeah. Rangers. That's some handsome men. It's going to be it's a little stressful. Make sure to tell Eric that I... I, he doesn't know me from Adam, obviously, but tell him that I think he's the best fighter Power Rangers ever had, because uh, he's amazing. Well, I'm going to tell him that already, so I'll just add like a times two at the end. Yeah, <laughs> good, good. Uh, so, Shannon, I uh, you sent me some uh, musical notes uh, mm-hmm. that I could use for my alarm for when uh, your time is up. Yeah. Uh, your boy forgot to put them on his phone, so we're going with Fantasy Costco one more time, and then next time, I'll have it right. I'm also going to give you 31 minutes because I cut out any quarter seconds of dead air and I don't want to feel like people are getting cheaped on on the minutes. So are you ready? Actually, hold on. First, should we do a little recap of last time? Uh, Yeah, I guess that would be good. Okay. I should probably do the recap, right? Like to see what I have learned. Yeah. Okay. So last time we talked about the, I hope I'm getting these numbers right, eight games and 15 releases well even i have to check my little list eight games 17 releases 17 releases okay you talked about that uh we went over the opening of the kingdom hearts one the sora falling into a pool but that is also the sky and then he's a shooting star and then he's underwater on a stained glass <laughs> yeah nailed it yes we talked about the tutorial uh where you like basically pick how the game is gonna go yes and did did you figure out like what the 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 noon versus morning versus night meant oh yeah it's the amount of xp that you get and where it's done in the game like one way will get you you gain the most xp at the beginning of the game then slow down you either it's balanced or it starts slow and then you gain a lot of xp towards the end do you know how that is distributed? Like, how do they determine where the sh- the shift happens? I have no idea. Okay. I can explain the stupid bullshit that is the plot line of this game, not the mechanics. Okay. Uh, that You did say last time that's more David's thing. We'll have yeah. to get him on one of these times to, <laughs> to explain some mechanics and stuff. I'll get him to talk about all the bonus bosses, because he definitely did them, and I gave up, because nice. they're very hard. <laughs> Uh, all right, are are we ready? Uh, yeah. Okay. This time I actually have better notes than last time. Sweet. And your time begins now. All right. After all of that, Kingdom Hearts 1 proper starts with Sora being asleep on the beach after having basically the dream that was the tutorial. And he kind of starts to wake up and immediately goes back to sleep because he's the champion I deserve. He's, he's a hero of the story, so therefore he is a lazy boy. Yes. And he actually gets called a lazy boy because Kyrie immediately shows up and scares him awake and kind of just makes fun of him for being asleep on the beach. Like, oh, oh I knew you'd be here. You're useless. <laughs> You're always sleeping on the beach. <laughs> and you pretty much you get some banter between the two of them about how 
Sora had this weird dream and like he's thinking about other worlds and Kyrie's just like, yeah, I came from another world, but I don't remember it at all. And they're like, yeah, so we're going to go out there and find other worlds. And then Riku comes in and you get to meet him for the first time. And you kind of get right away that he's like the jerky big, uh, big brother because he kind of starts teasing both of them for being lazy and doing nothing. Sora being asleep and Kyrie just kind of standing there yelling at him for being asleep. Right. Still equally doing nothing. Sure. Uh, Riku did also uh, dream prank Sora into falling into the ocean. <laughs> so there is that. He's a, a dream prankster. While Riku's kind of making fun of both of them, Kyrie's just kind of like, uh, oh god. You're both 14 and 15. Uh, let's just have a race because you're both competitive little boys and they take off running. And then you get the big thing that they're on, we're on Destiny Islands and you get the big pan up and see our first world, which is Destiny Islands. And it's just like this cute little uh, original world that's just nothing but a little island. And you kind of learn as you're running around that uh, there's a big mainland and this is just somewhere where the kids will go, which is kind of cool. So all the kids are, are, are they like wardened off or is it just like a, a cool, fun place to hang out? It's a cool, fun place to hang out. Okay, so it's not like one, when you're a child, you are banished to Destiny Islands, and when you come of age, you can come back to the mainland. Yeah, no, this is not a punishment island. Okay, this is good. A fun it's not, time it's not like Hunger Games Island. All right, good no. to know. <laughs> not yet. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Here's where you'll also see um, Titus Waka and Selfie again, who we saw for in the tutorial that you had to ask all the weird questions that led up to the weird XP thing. Right. And um, you get a chance to fight each of them, and depending who you fight, you can get, like, different, uh, like, upgrades. It's like, one of them has a sword, and you can block it enough time to get more tech points, and you'll learn how to fight a sword. <laughs> Waka has a ball, so you'll learn how to do, uh, like, ranged attacks and how to lock on to stuff. And okay. Selfie just beats your ass with, like, a jump rope. Sure. But, you know, you do. And these are, well, Selfie is new, right? No, these are all Final Fantasy characters, right? Yeah. Okay. So Destiny Islands is like, is this the Final Fantasy, not hub, but like this is where the, the Final Fantasy characters come in from? It's not. That would make sense. But there's kind of a few different hubs because we're going to see more Final Fantasy characters later and they all come from a totally different world. Okay. Because I'm just trying to, because I've seen like a little bit here and there. I don't remember. And it's like, it's like trying to remember a dream you had 10 years ago and like, Sometimes you can, and sometimes you definitely can't. So, like, I feel like the only, like, worlds that you went to were Disney worlds, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so the Final Fantasy characters just come from somewhere. They're just like, hey, we're here now. Yeah, they come from, they put them in, like, original worlds just so it doesn't feel as out of place. Okay. Which, it'll be easier to explain why they're not on, like, a more reasonable world when I get there. Okay, but there's no, like, here's Final Fantasy VII world, and here's Final Fantasy twelve world, or or whatever. Yeah, no, not yet. Okay. So far, they're just kind of wherever they want them to be. And okay. they're just like, uh, take a break, don't design someone new. Just make this character now a child. <laughs> just squish this man down. <laughs> uh, yeah, you learn that Sora, Kairi, and Riku, since they found out that Kairi's from another world, Riku gets all, like, obsessive about wanting to go to another world, because it's just like... What were the chances that we ended up here? Why couldn't we end up somewhere else? There's clearly other worlds out there. Why can't we go to them? This 15-year-old boy is having like a midlife crisis <laughs> having a meltdown. <laughs> He's going to show up in a red sports bike soon. I I have a question about this like Kyrie's from another world. Is that did I say her name right? Yeah. Okay. This like she's from another world and Riku's all about like, "Hey, let's go to other worlds." 
is it just like a given that there are or this is this just like a little kid like i bet there is so there has to be kind of thing at this point in the story you think it's just like a little kid thing like oh clearly there's other worlds like it right. could just be this girl moved from somewhere because uh, yeah this other world is cleveland because like later in the uh game you learn that they go meet Kyrie because she just like shows up in the mayor's house one day and they're like oh there's a new girl but then they find out she's like yeah i'm from somewhere else they're like well clearly that's another world that doesn't exist here so we have to find it okay but then you'll find out that they're right sure well yeah i mean they are the main characters of a video game it'd be weird if they weren't and it's like no this is just a farming simulator uh (laughs) there's no other worlds you just gotta go i guess get a job punk (laughs) No, that's Kingdom Hearts 2. Oh, no. <laughs> but Kingdom Hearts 1, there is a farming simulator because when you're building the raft, like, Kyrie just basically gives you a to-do list and you get to run around the island and find all these items. Which okay. It's kind of boring, but it's also kind of fun and charming because it's a cute little world and this is, like, the only time you get to visit it, really. So you yeah. just kind of get to run around and find everything and that's where you can fight the other three. And I think once you beat those three, they fight you all together and then you can go fight Riku who's like the the higher tier one because he's a year older than you he's so tough and grown up he's a big bad fifth grader what are you gonna <laughs> how are you gonna feel how are you gonna fight that but yeah so you learn that's what they're doing so they're like collecting a bunch of stuff and they are legitimately building a giant raft it's really cute oh know where they think they could possibly go <laughs> that seems dangerous there should be some parents around um there's no parents in kingdom hearts there's no... you, you hear Sora's mother once, and then she's never seen from again. Well, it is a, it is a Disney pro, like, it's a Disney co-op thing, so, like, gotta get rid of those parents. Yeah. They hate parents so much that they killed Hero's parents and his older brother just to be safe, like, <sighs> in Big Hero 6. Spoiler for Big Hero 6, but it's the beginning of the movie. Yeah. Also, that's gonna be in Kingdom Hearts 3. That's yeah. gonna be rad. Oh yeah, I I'm know. I saw. So excited! I think you retweeted a picture about that. Yeah, it's like Sora riding Baymax and fighting like a heartless version of Baymax. Yeah, the rules. That's pretty sweet. There's also gonna be a Tangled World, and I think on Saturday we get to learn one more new world. And I'm, nice. I'm so Duck. Come on, Ducktales. I haven't played any of these games. This is the only exposure I get. Come on, Ducktales. Kingdom Hearts Two does have uh, Scrooge. Okay. That's the he's best just like game. A, he's in- just like an NPC that you can talk to, but it's still kind of cool to just walk by and be like, ah, I like you. Let's keep walking. That's my guy. That's my favorite guy. <laughs> love, I love a Scrooge McDuck. Also in this part is where you learn about Palpu Fruits via Riku kind of teasing Sora, which is very cute. Sora and Riku, they're just kind of walking around and Riku throws like this little star-shaped fruit at Sora. And he's just like, oh yeah, you know, the Palpu Fruits, the thing that you share with someone, your destinies are bonded forever. He's like, I know you wanted to try one. Eh. And Sora's like, nope, no, I didn't. No. He throws it inside and runs away. <laughs> so the the, the Palpu fruit, mm-hmm. is it really magic or is it a kid game magic? I'm assuming it's really magic because it's the nature of the story. No one's actually shared one, so I don't know. Oh. Kingdom Hearts 3, you gotta step up your Palpu fruit game. I, <laughs> I, I almost said that right. You said palpu right? You said fruit wrong. Well, it is the harder word. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. You're right. There's there's just a lot of letters in there. None there's of them make sense. A lot of vowels. Why are they all? Who knows why those vowels are all there? <laughs> I 
And then uh, one of the times you go talk to Kyrie, you see that she's uh, making a little charm out of seashells. And in proper Kingdom Hearts fashion, this is going to come back later in this game and in other games. Okay. But uh, at the time, you see that it's just kind of like it's going to be a star, but only like three points are there. It's on its way to being a star. It's a star in bloom. Okay. And uh, what else do you do? Oh, yeah. Somewhere in there, you do have to legitimately race Riku. And it's one of my least favorite things that you ever have to do in this game. I've (laughs) never won once in 15 years so if you lose the game still goes on yeah it's just one of those like you and riku uh riku and sora are just like having a little friendly competition because that's just how they do yeah and they're just like all right we're gonna have a race for who wants to name the ship and his is like let's name it high wind and you mine is always butts because i'm a five-year-old right (laughs) there's never been an sss butts so far sad days (laughs) Is it even possible? Is it is it even possible, or is the game rigged? No, it's possible. I'm just very bad at platformers. So, okay. like, if you have to, if you need me to jump in a video game, it's not going to happen. I have found that I am very good until I am supposed to be doing it. Uh, like in Assassin's Creed, I'm, and I'll I'll blame Ezio on this because he's a uh, a very graceful idiot. Um, but like, I'm good at running around and jumping and stuff. And then it's like, all right, now you're in a race. And I'm like, cool. I'm when I don't need to. And that's all I'm going to be able to do. Yeah. Every time I play this part, I'll go do the race section first before I properly race Riku. And I can do it perfectly. But then the second they're just like, all right, you have to, you have to do it for SSS butts. I'm like, all right. Then I suddenly cannot jump up that ledge anymore. It's bullshit. (laughs) You get the yips. (laughs) But yeah, you do that, and then like right before you're about to take off running, Riku's just kind of like, also if I win, I'm sharing the Palpu fruit with Kyrie, and then he just kind of takes off running, and Sora's just like, wait, what? <laughs> so he throws you off your game. This is this is a cheap tactic. Yeah, he hurts my feelings, and that's why I've lost 15 years in a row. Yeah, exactly. It's emotional manipulation. <laughs> it's just not fair. But then of course, like you do the race, and afterwards you can go talk to Riku, and he's just kind of like. I was kidding. Why are you so upset at me right now? <laughs> oh, yeah, there's also a little section of the game that you find out while you're running around and exploring. It's called The Secret Place. It's like this little stone cave that you can go into, and there's um, little, like, drawings that the kids do on the wall in chalk. And, like, it's actually really cute because you can go in there and just find little Easter eggs from, like, Final Fantasy. Like, there's a little mage, there's a chocobo. There's, like, there's actually Donald and Goofy are in there if you can look close enough. It's really okay. a cute little thing. And then uh, there's another little section of the wall where there's, like, a little drawing of Sora and a little drawing of Kairi. And you get, like, a little flashback of them being kids drawing each other. And, like, Sora's looks, like, the one that Kairi drew looks kind of good. And the one that Sora drew is basically a bunch of squiggle lines that kind of have a face. (laughs) And then Kairi laughs at him and he's just kind of like, oh. (laughs) When you get that flashback, it's because Sora went in there. And you see him sit down and he kind of starts drawing something. And he draws a little arm of him handing a palpu fruit to Kairi. Oh, that's adorable. It's the cutest thing in the fucking world. (laughs) But then he stands up and there's a dude in a cloak standing in the background. Well, that's not good. Yeah, there's a a guy that shows up in, like, a brown... It's not one of the black jackets. It's just, like, this weird lumpy brown jacket. A lumpy jacket. He looks like... He doesn't look like someone that should walk out of the shadows and talk to a 14-year-old. Okay. Anyone wearing a jacket that can only be described as lumpy definitely needs to stay within... Outside of 20 feet of of a child at all times. He kind of looks like he put, like, a blanket on and then, like tied ropes around his chest to try to be like no this was definitely a jacket yeah. i'm not homeless <laughs> this is this is my jacket is this this jack shape this is my this is a jacket yes 
Thank you. Yeah, it's based like the opening of or the part of Little Mermaid where she makes a dress out of the tarp. It's that, but as like a creepy dude's trench coat. Okay, way less charming. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, this dude starts talking about how the world is connected to the darkness and how like the door will open. And Sora's just basically reacting appropriately where he's just like, I don't know who you are. Why are you here? I need to go what? home. Well, who are you? Ta- what are you talking about? I am going to call the police. <laughs> are there cops on the island? No, it's literally only children. They Lis- get out there by boat. There's no adults on this island, except for this creepy man that shows out out of the shadows. Yeah, this seems like a pretty big security breach uh, in that there is no security is easily breached by just a guy if, they, if he wants to come here. <laughs> and he's very, de- I will say now that he is voiced by Billy Zane and this ca- who this character is will come back later. But he starts talking. You're just like, that's. That's a paid actor. You're a main character. <laughs> I know that. I've heard that voice in such films as Titanic and The Phantom and <laughs> that little run on charms that he had. And I'm sure Billy Zane's been in plenty of other stuff, but I can't remember a single one. I only remember Titanic, Kingdom Hearts, and The Phantom. Was he in Zoolander? I fe- He's in the breakdance fight scene, right? Was he the hand model? No, that was David Duchovny. No, that was David Duchovny. I think I think just like Billy Zane is in Zoolander as Billy Zane. As he should be. Right, yeah. He's earned it. With a name like Billy Zane, you have to show up as yourself somewhere. Yeah, like you can't not. It's such a good name. Well, then uh, homeless Billy Zane keeps talking about it. He says <laughs> something about those who know nothing can understand nothing, to which Sora gets very upset by because he's basically <laughs> been called stupid. And then I forget what's said, but he turns around to look back at the chalk drawings and turns back and creepy guy's gone. I'm assuming there's not like a back door in the cave. Nope. Well, okay, there is technically a door that I did forget to mention, but there's no keyhole in it, which is a plot point. Okay. It's just kind of one of those. I think at some point, if you walk up and like click on it, you can mention it mentions that like this has never opened and it's just like some weird door with no handle or no keyhole on it. Okay. Oh yeah, that's what Sora turns around and looks at because he says something about the door be- will open soon and Sora just kind of looks back at the door and then looks back and the guy's gone. Billy Zane dipped when he got distracted by this keyless old key- keyhole-less door. And then he had got on one of those tiny little boats and just went back to the mainland. <laughs> you look out the door, he's just like, turn around! <laughs> making a dramatic exit. Oh, like those uh, Pete Holm Batman things where he's just like, he keeps making them turn around so he can try to sneak yeah. away as Batman, but they keep <laughs> turning around too soon. All right, let's see. After that, there's a little conversation that you get to see in a uh, c- cut scene between Sora and Kyrie, And it's it's a little weird. It's kind of, Kyrie's just kind of talking about how she feels like Riku's changed and that, you know, he's different. And that it's kind of like, hey, Sora, we should just take the raft and go. Let's leave. And he's just like, uh what and she's like oh, I, i'm kidding obviously uh. so she's like we should ditch riku he's going through puberty and he's being a fucking terror and i'm sick of it basically okay well i mean if the, yeah if there's no parents on this island i don't know what their school situation is i don't in kingdom hearts 2 you see uh Kyrie in a school uniform only in kingdom hearts 2 okay so never anywhere else so Maybe she just missed health class because she's off gallivanting on this island. <laughs> you know, that would that would make a lot of sense. But yeah, she keeps going on and then she just kind of stands up and it's just like, hey, Sora, never change. And then just kind of like dips. And, and then Sora uh, cuts back to the one time you will hear Sora's mom's voice. 
Because <laughs> it's Sora in his room just staring at the ceiling, thinking about stuff, you know, like 14-year-olds do. Sure. And then like you hear his mom call him for dinner. Actually, I might have that out of order. No, he's in the bed. He's thinking about stuff. And then like a storm happens outside and he's just kind of like, oh shit, the raft, and leaves. And then you hear his mom just like, Sora, dinner. It's the only time you ever hear his mom. So that's how you know that he does have a mom. Yep. Is it like noted that this is his mom or is there just like a female voice? Nope. It's noted that his it's his mom because it's um she, she's a voice actor from Rugrats, but I can't remember who. Uh, I couldn't tell you a single one. I almost just said Dee Dee, but I think that's a character on Rugrats. No, that's from Dexter's Lab. That's yep. That's who I'm thinking of. Or maybe it is the mom from Dexter. It's a. It's a mom from a 90s kid cartoon that every time you hear it, it's just like, oh, it's that kid's mom. Okay. But yeah, there's a storm happening. Sora leaves to go check on the raft. When he shows up, he sees that there's another boat. So he's just like, oh, someone else is here. Cool. And then the Heartless start showing up. The little shadowy guys that just have the yellow eyes. Right. From and the, I think you have, uh, you have like a stick or something that you're trying to fight them off. Yeah, because uh, when you're fighting everyone, you have like a toy sword. Okay. So he's trying to fight everything off with the toy swords, and it's kind of not working. And, like, the sky is, like, really dark, and there's, like, a full-on storm happening. So, of course, these children are just let loose on this island with no adults. There's, like, um, if you go, you go to the area where you fought Riku before, and Riku's just kind of standing there being a little bit of a creep. But it's the, it's the same shot from the opening, where he'll turn around and holds his hand out to Sora, which is kind of cool. Trick me once. Shame on you. Trick me twice. Shame on me. Now Riku's talking about the fact that the door has been opened and that the darkness is coming and that he's not afraid of it because he wants to leave the island. And he's just kind of like, look, I don't know where this will take me, but it's going to take me off of here. And that's what the raft was for. So we can do it now without the raft in this crazy dark portal that's opening below me. Yeah, that's that's fine. That's basically like taking a raft somewhere. Yeah, like, it's the exact same. Yeah, jumping into an unholy door of darkness. And, like, the proper adult of the group, Sora is just like, no, let's not do that. <laughs> and tries to grab so tries to grab Riku, but as he does, like, the darkness kind of envelops Riku and drags him down. And when Sora pulls back, he has the Keyblade. Okay, I'm going to ask this question now. Yeah. And if it is a spoiler, I'll let you use your judgment. As to whether or not you answer it. Is Riku the Keyblade now? No. Okay. Because <laughs> I'm thinking about it and I'm like, he was wearing yellow. <laughs> and the Keyblade does have a yellow handle. And his hair is kind of silvery like the rest of the Keyblade. And I wouldn't put it past this to be like, that boy is a key now. Is a key sword. That does sound like some high level bullshit that Kingdom Hearts would try to pull. <laughs> but for once, they held their hand. Okay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, it's one of those, like, you see Riku disappear in the darkness and Sora's, like, half-enveloped, and once, like, the darkness goes away, Sora's holding the key. Okay. And um, now you can actually properly fight the, the Heartless. And um, you run to the secret place, which is the little cave where the door is, and now the door has a keyhole on it and is open. Okay, a giant keyhole, I'm assuming, not like a oh, regular size keyhole. A huge one. It's, like, okay. right in the middle. All right. <laughs> and um, Kyrie's just standing there and she turns around to face you and she kind of looks like, I don't know how to describe it, but like she just woke up. She just kind of looks like, Ugh. 
like okay. that, that exact noise. Yeah, that, with imagine that, the face that goes with that. Oh yeah, yeah. I think everyone got it. <laughs> I certainly am familiar with being that noise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, one time, I took a, a less than twenty minute nap, and I forgot where I was in time and space, and thought that I slept for twenty four hours. And my roommate let me think that. <laughs> Uh, and I was like, shit, I missed work. I didn't call out. I said, strike again. Oh, shit. And I was like, wait a minute. It's been 20 minutes, you asshole. Yeah, she's she looks like that happened. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and when she turns around, there's a gust of wind from the door, and she flies towards Sora, and Sora goes to grab her, but she goes through him instead. And then I think once that happened, basically the whole world around him kind of starts falling apart. Until he fi- until he's only standing on like one tiny piece of land and everything else is darkness and like you just see where there's like bits of the island that have been po- uh, pulled off. And, okay. Like, everything's just like blown to high hell. And <laughs> then um, it's actually the same boss that you fight during that tutorial level that I was talking about. Yeah. Where like it's called Dark Side. It's like a huge heartless that shows up. That's like a heart carved out of the middle of it. It's wearing a scarf and it has like weird darkness dreadlocks. Like he's he's really cool looking. Okay, I'll have to Google up a picture. And then you fight this dude, and once you fight this dude, Sora fades into darkness, and then Destiny Islands is gone. And can you never come back? Is it like, you're done? You're done now? Of... To be continued. Or to be touched on later. Okay. (laughs) And then after all this happens, it cuts to Disney Castle. And it's like the really cutesy, like, um... Mickey Mouse March music. Okay. And you get to see uh, Donald, and he's dressed as, like, a court wizard, which is really cool. And you get, like, you're obviously inside of a castle. You saw the outside of it, where it's the white castle, like, blue tops, and everything around it. It's just obnoxiously Disney. Like, everything has Mickey Mouse on it. Right. And um, Donald's just walking through, and there's a big door that he goes through. It's actually a really cute little gag where he knocks on the door. And then when he goes to open it, just a tiny little door opens that he can fit perfectly through. Nice. <laughs> and he walks in, he's just like, oh, good morning, your majesty, and talking like someone's there. But then he opens his eyes and the throne's empty. King Mickey is not there. And then Pluto shows up with a little note, a little envelope in his mouth with, mouth with the uh, Mickey Mouse symbol stamped on it. Okay. And then Donald leaves screaming. Because <laughs> Donald has zero chill. Yeah, I love that about Donald. Oh, you're going to like Donald in this game because he's just the angry dad. Love it. Super into that. <laughs> and he runs outside and you fi- he finds Goofy, who's a knight, and he's asleep on the floor. So Donald, as the way that you wake people up, just electrocutes him. Yeah, just a regular common way, I would say, of waking somebody up. Yeah, he, like, he doesn't even try. He's just going to like, hey, Goofy. All right. <laughs> Lightning! And zaps him. <laughs> Better electrocute him. But then in the proper goofy fashion, he just kind of sits up and he's just like, oh, hey, what's up? <laughs> oh, gorsh. <laughs> and then uh, Donald's just like losing his mind. He's like, all right, there's a big problem. You're not allowed to tell anyone. This is so serious. Like, no one. Don't tell Queen Minnie. Don't tell Daisy. Don't tell anyone. And then, of course, Goofy just kind of leans over a waves and Mickey and Daisy are behind him. Wait, Mickey and Daisy? Oh, Minnie, sorry. Okay, I was going to say, oh, mystery solved. Mickey was gallivanting out with Daisy. He's been stepping out on Queen Minnie. I imagined it without the bow. I got confused. (laughs) It's basically the same person. They all have a conversation, and they find out that the letter is basically talking about that Mickey had to leave because the world started disappearing. 
and that he has to find the key that can save everything, and that Donald and Goofy should go help him find the key, and if they find it, keep it safe. Okay. So they leave. Minnie and Daisy are just in cute outfits. They don't really do much, but they're adorable. Cool. Yeah, Donald and Goofy get new outfits, so they're no longer, like, super night. Like, Goofy was, like, basically plate armor. It's, pretty- it's actually kind of cool. Yeah. I've only seen the, um, like, regular adventuring gear. I haven't seen the, the court stuff. Yeah, he's got, like, an arm of, like, armor, and then, like, the his little hat's made out of armor. Nice. <laughs> it's very cute. And um, they leave, then they go, you get introduced to the gummy ship for the first time, which is, it looks like, like a low-resolution spaceship, where it's just, like, made out of big pixel blocks. Okay. Which is kind of cool. When you say gummy ship, I just imagine, like, a gummy bears, like, the show... Bouncing here and there and everywhere, those gummy bears. I'm like, did they have a ship? What would a ship look like if it was from them? But I, I don't know. It's spelled the same way, where it's just G U M M I. So it could. I don't know. I don't think so. I'm gonna. I'm gonna see what it looks like. <laughs> uh, yeah. It it literally just looks like someone drew a spaceship, but then like just pixelated it way too much, and now it's just made out of blocks. <laughs> but then you get uh you meet Chip and Dale who are the like engineers that take care of the ship for you. So like whenever you're in the gummy ship, they're there talking to you. And they're in like cute little aprons so they look all mechanically or mechanic We we've talked about Rugrats a, a little bit this episode. This looks like a Rugrats ass spaceship. Yeah, I'm not the biggest fan of gummy ships cuz in my like the way I play the game, the gummy ship stuff just gets in my way where i'm like i just want to go to a disney world and hang out with disney characters why do i have to play asteroids in the middle of it okay so there is like a mini game associated with it yeah okay basically you use the gummy ship to get between worlds and uh to like unlock the fast travel you have to do all the flying yourself and you'll fight like heartless ships basically okay which like it's fun but i just i don't like it so i usually don't right. want to play it i can imagine after a while it becomes like a chore yeah like some of them do get really intense and like really cool and you can uh you get gummy ship pieces so you can upgrade your ship and like build monsters which i have friends that are engineers they're like look at my gummy ship i made and it looks like some bullshit out of star trek and i was like us <laughs> i'm still the regular one here's my gummy ship that someone else made for me who's yeah. a sucker now <laughs> or like i'll have the regular gummy ship to go in and put like three more guns on it and be like all right i'm good <laughs> that's all i'm doing or I'll mess up and there's a floating block somewhere up here because I forget how to use the controls. That's, that's definitely one of my games. <laughs> and you also get, this is where you get Jiminy Cricket, who is basically like, he's basically your start menu. Okay. <laughs> he walks around with his journal, which is Jiminy's journal. Oh, I should have grabbed it. Me and David made one for our wedding. You'll uh, have to tweet a picture out. Yeah. When, we when got like, this airs. custom made, it's our guest book, and it's Jiminy's journal, and we have all the stuff from his journal in there. Because it's basically, when you go to New Worlds, he writes he writes everything down, but it's just right. like, here's what you did last, here's all the characters you met, here's like finding all those secret items, and all the items you do have, and all of this, and all your okay other shit. But yeah, it's just a cute little thing, because it's like... Um, and they make it make sense where he's just like, oh, I'm writing everything down. You're yeah. Like, oh, and really, like what, stuff like that. what is a conscience but a start menu? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, when you're walking, when you meet Jiminy, he's walking around and talking to Goofy. So you hear that his world was also destroyed and he doesn't know where all of his friends and people that he knows are. So he's just kind of lost by himself. OK, this is a, this is a whole new wrinkle of there are dead Disney worlds out there. Yep. 
Oh, that's scary. And um, then you get some exposition that kind of tells you about how all of this works, where Goofy's just like, oh, that's weird that like all these worlds are getting destroyed. Like, I thought we were not supposed to know about each other. And they mentioned that, like, yeah, you're not supposed to know about each other, but basically everything that was keeping the world separate from each other got destroyed because of the Heartless appearing. So, like, now worlds are getting destroyed, and as worlds disappear, the pathways between other worlds are opening. Okay. Well, that is time. Cool. I think that's a good place to end it. Yeah. Also a mandatory place to end it. That is the one rule we have. That's also where my notes end for that world anyways. Nice. Nailed it. Crushing <laughs> this. Two for two. Uh, we're doing great. Uh, so last time we spent about 12 minutes trying to think of a way to sign off and didn't, <laughs> as you may have noticed. Uh, so if you have any ideas, send them to us because uh, we it was a rough time trying to figure it out. I think I did come up with that, like, we can keep it simple and clean. Uh yeah. Can you? It can. It can. Can it be kept simple? Is is what I'm wondering. I'm doing all right. I think so. I'm getting it all so far. But I again, we're also just after the tutorial, so yeah. I don't know. I don't know how Buckwild is going to get from here. Uh, I feel like there should be some sort of wrap up, but I don't know exactly uh, what. Well, I guess if I make it through a world, I can always. Uh, wrap it up I, I guess i can't do it this time because i didn't get anything new i guess i could always wrap it up be like we covered this world and this world and got like this new keyblade or met this new thing or had this big thing that we talked about right, right yeah now we just we met the main characters we met the disney main characters and we got our gummy ship and we got jiminy and we did get the keyblade and we did get the keyblade which is the kingdom key that one has a name that's a whole that's an episode all into itself is is the keyblades and the mythology surrounding them. That will happen in Birth by Sleep. Okay, sweet. <laughs> uh so what can we expect next time then? Uh next time is Traverse Town, which will be the first new world that we meet, which is also the first, I guess, well not in the first cuz Destiny Islands was original, but it will be an original world and then if we make it through that, the first world we go to is Wonderland. Sweet. All right, well, that's going to do it for us for today. Uh, thank you guys very much for listening. We do have an email and a Twitter this time, so I don't have to cut me from the future saying it in. Uh, if you want to email us, you can do that at kingdomsmartspodcast at gmail.com, and we're on Twitter at kingdomsmarties, because Kingdom Smarts was taken by someone with no tweets. What a jerk. Not even a picture. Just fucking squatting on the name. Thanks, pal. You're on my list. Uh, I'm on Twitter at JJ underscore Mason. I'm on Twitter at Shannon Manor, and I get, we'll see you next time. We still don't have that sign-off. Yeah, thanks. sure we still don't have an, a closing do we no i haven't thought of one so me neither well, i tried real hard and everything's like three sentences <laughs>